0: I don't know if anyone else watches GQ Essentials, but it was like Jalen Brown was doing an NBA player was doing his ten things he can't live without, and he like puts out this necklace that he wears, and I guess it's supposed to like keep out bad energy, and he talks about putting good energy into the universe, and I'm just like, <laughs> uh, um, I don't know, I don't, maybe you're wearing a Ouija board? Is that what you're wearing? <laughs>
1: Welcome back to another episode of PPK, Priest, Prophet, King. We are so glad to have you back with us. What's up, boys? What's, What's going, going on? Back at it for another episode. And as usual, we begin with the inspiration. So Keone, why don't you kick this one off?
2: Yeah, so this the inspiration for today, um, it's kind of just thinking back on uh, an episode of um, Archbishop Fulton Sheen's show that he did back in the day. Shout out Archbishop Fulton Sheen. Should be a saint soon. Um, but... Uh, the episode it was I think he was talking about um, the devil and like the diabolical, and he was talking about basically a, a story in the gospel where um, Jesus is healing um, someone who's possessed, and he asked him what his name is, and he said, "I am Legion, for we are many." And um, Archbishop Fulcine kind of touched on the idea of like, legion, back in, in the time of the, uh, the biblical times, was thousands. Um, of people. So he talked about what the devil tries to do is cause inner chaos and a break of unity that God calls us to be one, one ultimately with him, but to be one with ourselves too. Mm. Um, and and we talk about even like psychologically for me, like when you think of like mental health, there's a split in a personality or a split in um, their functioning and, and you want to bring them back into some sense of wholeness. So I thought today we can kind of talk about Um, just the idea of unity, where we kind of see a false unity in the culture. What is the unity for um, a Christian, and what's the unity for our church Mm -hmm. uh, in its totality?
0: Yeah, and and it's funny, because I think that's such a huge thing right now in different ways than we practice unity. But, um, I mean, it's good intention. So a lot of people, a lot of celebrities, I follow a lot of NBA players, and they're all about—well, I mean, I guess people in my age group are huge on the whole Zodiac sign thing— and kind of this idea of knowing yourself, um, I don't know, with the stars, or whatever the hell it's supposed to be. <laughs> I don't know what it's supposed to be, but uh, it's it's a way of trying to know yourself, which is what we all should be doing, right? You know, um, whether it's examination of conscience, things like that. It's good to know yourself. I don't know if that has anything to do with your birthday, but maybe I don't know. It's a, it's a good practice, like it's good intention. And then we have yoga and this meditation, and we do meditation in a different way that maybe doesn't invite people you don't want to invite or spirits or stuff like that but um, it's just that idea of kind of being one with with yourself and that's a good thing to do we should all be doing that I think those are debatable ways to do it but other than like nonetheless it's 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 key and it's important I think for a healthy lifestyle in all ways you know mentally physically spiritually that kind of idea and um, this one that I've been hearing the latest of um, like I was just watching, um, I don't know if anyone else watches GQ Essentials, but it was like Jalen Brown was doing, an NBA player was doing his 10 things he can't live without. And he like puts out this necklace that he wears and I guess it's supposed to like keep out bad energy. And he talks about putting good energy into the universe. And I'm just like, <laughs> uh, um, I don't know. I don't, maybe you're wearing a Ouija board. Is that what you're wearing? <laughs> like, cause that doesn't sound like yeah. it's, uh, I don't know. Like I understand this idea of, um, Trying to put in good energy and you know have good vibe. I'm with the good vibes. Trust me, I know the vibes, bro. I like the vibes too. But those, it seems like we kind of lost our way a little bit into that unity. But I understand the intention, right? I understand people are trying to like be at peace within themselves, be um be one, try to understand themselves and kind of know their own faults and um I guess almost unify themselves. Like whether it's a sign they can unify themselves with other people in this kind of community and then they can know compatibility and kind of understand. Um, different love languages maybe or just temperaments and so it's all good that people are learning about this kind of stuff I think it's like a pretty weird way of doing it mm-hmm. but I, I kind of understand it and so yeah I think that's an interesting point I think it's especially something that I've been trying to work on you know just trying to be grounded and centered in myself having trust um, I'm a super anxious person I'm a super impatient person and just trying to have more trust and and the Lord and understanding my calling and then um Just not trying to get like, you know, sometimes getting really angry. And I'm just like, why are you getting so angry right now? You don't need to get that angry. Just like chill out, be you, bro. You're like, you're good right now. You don't got to be all in all one place. And that's kind of what he's saying is like, we are many because sometimes I'm like going with all these different waves and emotions. And it's like, I think a key part for me when I think about unity is just being grounded, Mm -hmm. being centered in yourself and not not swaying so easily. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's what a lot of people are trying to do. And they talk about this good energy and kind of keeping out. I think what they're trying to say is keep out people who are influencing you in negative ways i don't know if you, i don't know if you need to wear a ouija board necklace or whatever <laughs> he was doing to do that but i understand the the intention there and um i guess it's good that it's a conversation that people are having right and kind of trying to live a healthier lifestyle but yeah we yeah, have a christian I way of doing th- it i
1: think Let just you know. just to bring clarity a little bit to a couple of things is is one is realizing that we're really for us as christians we're centered in christ right and so when when in, what ends up happening is when you take god out it's going to be f- that it's going to be filled with something so it's going to be yourself i'm going to do it i'm going to will myself to this i'm going to go make this happen or it's going to be with other things you know like there's, there's a lot of catholics out there that b- believe and read in horoscopes nope not catholic right who um, think that they can go visit mediums or psychics you know you we and we live in california i remember just driving up from the la area right and you see the big super large our lady of guadalupe painting outside of the psychic palm reader's house nope not catholic right and so there's this thing, criticism where we kind of mixing the pagan culture or the new age spirituality and trying to make it Christian and Catholic somehow, because you're seeking to be at peace or in unity with yourself. And, and I think for the, this episode, when we talk about that unity, there there's a lot of levels of that unity. And I think, you know, speaking to the, the, the unity, of course, us with God, um, we think about us as being Christian, the mystical body of Christ with Holy mother church and with all our brothers and sisters in Christ, um, and ultimately, for even for us we we talk about that highest form we we look beyond this temporal world and we 're looking to be one with god mm-hmm. i mean jesus christ Jesus in the Gospel of john seventeen it 's the prayer of unity right the high priestly prayer you know that he prays that we are one and and we, what does that mean that there 's not all these different you know people are just grasping at different ways to to find peace and to, to you know what they say is peace, but really they 're at war with themselves mm-hmm. um, so that 's why you can wear Ouija board necklaces and whatever voodoo stuff you got going on.
2: Yeah, you kind of touched on, you know, when you, when you get rid of Christ, when you get rid of God's influence in your life, you grasp for anything in, in society. You grasp for the good vibes and the, the energy and the culture or whatever, um, or the aura, you know, like the, which is mm-hmm. all these random words that don't really have any substance mm-hmm. at all. Um, but what comes to mind for me is just a lack of um, the knowledge and awareness of who you are as a child of God. And that's mm-hmm. something in my own life that I'm consistently trying to, uh, grow in my awareness in, and, and be confident in that my identity and nothing can change that. Cause God is unchanging, right? And we think of the unity, there's this battle every day for us as Christians, when we're pursuing truth and trying to, um, grow in virtue, but also rid ourselves of any vices, let go of any bad habits. So there's this battle between kind of good and evil. I think mm-hmm. every human person battles, but especially as Christians, we're called to strive towards um, perfection, strive to be like Christ, who is perfect. Um, and so, if we don't know who our identity is in Christ, the devil comes in and he starts to poke holes. Well, who are you? Who's who said like in in Genesis? Mm-hmm. Did, did did God really say that? And, and so that's where the the lack of unity, the chaos, the inner, um, I, I guess like the chaos or the splitting of the personality, splitting of who we are. So now it's, we see people who are, I I know what good is. I want to strive to be this, but I really like this or, you know, and then we see like there, there is no unit, there is no wholeness, Um, but there's, there's split parts. There's a level of brokenness. Um, And, and so I think it's really important to kind of continue to reflect on who we are as a child of God, what that means and how that can never be changed. And that's where the level of the devil can come and knock on the door all he wants but I, I know who I am. I am whole with myself because I know who I am because my God is unchanging.
0: You know? Yeah, and something I was thinking about right now with this whole idea of energy because I'm just fascinated by people's <laughs> <laughs> people's obsession with this energy thing is that because it's true that a lot of Christians really do buy into these kind of things and like really think you got to put good energy in the universe. And I, I guess you do to a certain extent, but I don't really see it as a reward kind of thing. Like you could do all the good things in the world and bad things are just going to happen because that's just how the world the world works. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter if you put good energy into it. Sometimes you're just going to have a bad day or maybe bad years or stuff like that. I don't think it matters if you're putting in, sometimes people are going to put some bad energy in the world and they're going to get some good out of it. It's just kind of how it works. So I don't really buy into that kind of idea too much. But what's funny to me is how a lot of people are obsessed with this kind of like, let me weave out bad energy. And especially for the Christian, I don't, I think for me, when I think about bad energy, it's when you're like, like for me and Kenny in our journey of trying to get past a lot of uh, more secular music cuz we've been on that for a really long time. And sometimes to a certain extent like you're listening to music and then you're just like, "Oh my, can you guys like talk about something else for once in your life? Like just one time, can you guys just have some substance in the song?" And to me that's me getting out the bad energy. Like you're just bring me a place where i don't really want to be like i don't care to listen to this anymore mm-hmm. that's ba- that's weaving out bad energy because it's just like what does that what does that do for me anymore mm-hmm. not really because it's a it's a head bopper you know i'm in there but it's just like okay after the seventh song we get it dude you like girls you have a lot of money that's sick <laughs> like you're awesome your drugs are sick too like, it's so cool but it's, that's to me like that's the that's the point of pointing out bad energy so so many people are focused on like who's opposing you or who's not loyal you know get those snakes and it's just like well, t- honestly, it's probably you. You're probably the only like really big obstacle in your life because you're allowing yourself to get feed into so many things. Whether it's your phone 24/7, what you're listening to, what you're watching. I think those things are, um, I guess, obstacles that we need to look at or bad energies that we need to be more uh, cognizant of as Christians. Because I I could just tell those um, the impact and the influence those have on my life sometimes when you're just not in the right. Mind you're not receiving the good energies, the good energies of like the Holy Spirit or, or just faith in general, and not like truly being present into that every day and living intentionally. And I think those are something, when I was thinking about, you know, like what the hell is bad energy? I'm trying to think <laughs> about that. It's, I think those are the things, you know? And I'm thinking about like, when I'm in the car or something like that, and I'm just, a song's on, and I'm just like, I don't really want this energy right now. That's not really where I want to be with my life. I think those, that's, that's the real um, goal, I think with this whole idea.
1: Yeah, and I, I, I would say that, you know, because we have to bring clarity, especially when we, when we speak, where words do matter. Mm-hmm. And, and you hear people talk about, again, people are just trying to fill a void that's really a God-sized hole. And so when you say energy, I mean, you, it, the, the confusion, uh, even, especially among the faithful, you know, our mantra, they start pulling yoga terms, right? And it's based on Hinduism and, and other gods or, you know, um, you know, karma, Things of that nature. So, so for us, you know, you know what good energy? It's called grace. That's the, the divine, God's divine life working in you, right? And, and I think there's a point where, um, going back going back to the Gerasene demoniac, which is what Archbishop Fulton Sheen was talking about, mm-hmm. is if you put that in the context of that scripture passions, and you hear it in the Synoptic Gospels, mm-hmm. is that the, there was this demoniac who was legion, right? Mm-hmm. Bunch of demons in him. Chains couldn't hold him. Right? He would bruise himself. He was walking around naked in the tombs. He was blocking the roadway. Nobody could get by. He was interrupting life. And the crazy thing about that passage is that when Christ came and healed him and cured him, and he went and told all the, the, the people back in the village, they came back and they asked Jesus to leave. So, so here, is, here is a demon who's terrorizing that entire uh, countryside that whole town, and, and I, that's a representation of sin, mm-hmm. right, if you really reflect on it. And then when Christ comes to heal and remove that, they say, you got to leave. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a part where we have this this, this scattering Diablo, right, the de- devil scatters, mm-hmm. he divides, there's division. Mm-hmm. Quite often, we're very comfortable in our sin, and we don't want Christ, we don't want some Christian coming and telling us how to live, Right, we want to make it up for ourselves. We want to we want to come up and wear our weed, our Ouija board or whatever our voodoo dolls and and come up with all these things that sound New Agey and spiritual. Like I got it together when you're actually so conflicted and so divided within yourself. Right, you're you're the confused one, and I think that was the point of this. I mean, Catholics included. You know, I mean, we'll see how many uh, subscribers we lose because of you know bringing up yoga, or horoscopes, or any of this other stuff. But the reality is, is either you're Christian or you're not. Right? Either you believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, you believe in the Trinitarian God, and that there is no other. So you don't, you don't, we don't just go along to get along. You know, the whole um, coexist mentality of saying, no, we see everybody as a, a, a beloved child of God. We respect them because their dignity and their value, of their identity comes from God. But if they choose to live apart from that, we're not going to sit there and walk in their craziness. I'm not going to sit there and think that's some necklace is going to somehow keep away the bad energy. No, you know what keeps away bad energy? God, grace, living a holy and virtuous life, living ho- heroic virtue, choosing people that edify you and don't um, you know, uh, subjectify you or objectify you, those types of things. And I think that's kind of the point of this is like, where are you placing your trust? In man, in some paganism, in materialism? You know, it's real easy when um, a lot of these you know, stars or whatever, mo- millionaires can walk around and talk about you know karma this and karma that and all of that and it's just like you don't live in reality bro mm-hmm. <laughs> you know your worlds are different than everybody else's so it's cool it sounds cool right now yeah to be able to say that mm-hmm. so i think that's the other part of it too um i'll kick it back to either one of you before i kind of go into i did want to bring up since we're talking about this the, the the three common ways that the devil enters into one's life um and because it, it, it kind of speaks to this very thing mm-hmm. but and y'all want to go next with this
2: well, just I, I talked about it a few episodes ago, and just the idea of the ignorance and the um, the pushing away of the desire for individual justice leads to a obsession with social justice, right? This idea that when we have this inner tor- turmoil, we have these sins that we don't for- we can't uh, gain forgiveness from. Um, we seek to solve some sort of justice in the community, in society, cause that makes us feel better. Mm-hmm. But it's really that mm-hmm. internal injustice, what we did that needs to be forgiven first, mm-hmm. right? Cause um, it's, it's never gonna work, right? And, and oftentimes our desire for social justice um, isn't done with the right intention. Cause social justice is good. You know, you should do work for the, for the community. You should give and serve and, and justice. Justice is a, a virtue. Mm-hmm. Um, but without the recognition and the seek the seeking of forgiveness for your own injustice in your own life it's often fruitless so what i was just thinking of is the book i'm reading um searching for a maintaining peace which i think we'll we'll do another podcast on cuz it just has so many gems in there that we need it would take a whole episode and then some mm-hmm. but the part that i talked about was, or that i was reading about was the idea of striving for peace and unity with yourself and with God and not letting the distractions and the devil and temptation lead you away from peace and unity with God. And that's what sin is, right? A breaking away from your union with God Mm -hmm. is it calls for a renunciation of everything else in your life that is causing you to turn away from him and the union with him. But that is a grace. And that's something that I'm like, I know in my own life, I'm like, I'm going to get rid of this. I got to get rid of this because I'm going to be a saint and I have to. And I think it was St. Francis de Sales, mm-hmm. I believe, who said, the quickest way to retard your progress in virtue is to want virtue with too much haste, essentially. Mm. It's to want it too fast. want it now on my watch. Mm. And, and so I just think of in my own life that, you know, when you're seeking to be one with God, when you're seeking a life that is full of peace and, and to have this union with yourself and with God, it takes a grace to let go of those things that are keeping you away from unity with God, that are causing you to have that inner chaos. It takes a real grace that comes only from God and with a complete surrender and trust in him. It's not something we can earn. We can do. It, there, it doesn't matter what good energy, what good vibes you bring to the world, because God's in control because mm-hmm. like Meeks was saying, what's going to happen when tomorrow you brought all the good vibes and the next day someone's sick in your family or you lose your job, which is so relevant in this time right now. Mm-hmm. What's, where's your good energy there? But when you're grounded in the peace in the unchanging um, reality that is God, then the peace never changes. The union never changes because you know who you are before him. Mm-hmm. That makes sense.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's super key because you see right now, um, as we have time, to just a lot of talking and reflecting and stuff like that. And you know, I'm getting married in a year. You know, <laughs> surprise! I know probably a lot of you guys don't <laughs> know that. Um, but yeah, I'm getting married in a year. So me and me and Ella are talking a lot about just our future and stuff like that. And things that I come to realize is that if you don't know yourself or you're not fully trusting in God, you're not united with Him and within yourself. Those future plans become so much harder to plan for because you're not sure where you're at. So you're not sure what your future holds either. Mm. And so me and Ella want to do a lot, you know, we want to do a lot of different things. We have big dreams. I'm like the biggest streamer of all time. I want to do all I want to accomplish all these great things. And I know that because I'm so confident in who I'm supposed to be and who God's calling me to be, that like my my focus is like super sharp, like I'm, I'm right here, I'm tunnel vision with it. Although I know some things aren't gonna happen exactly how I planned them, I know in this field, in this area, this is what I'm shooting for and wherever God, you know, points me, at, if it's this door, this door, this door, I just know it's these three doors kind of thing and how much more, how much important that is to be united and to understand that because you know, we're both trying to figure out where is that exactly that you're called, where is it that I'm called and all these kind of things and the more that you understand and you trust God, it's become so much clearer I guess not an exact, like, it's not going to be like, oh, yeah, I know it's going to be uh 4703, you know, Stewart Avenue, but not not the one across the street. Like, it's not going to be that that specific, mm-hmm. but you can kind of get an idea so much more because, you know, one day you might be feeling this way when you're trying to plan for something. You know, I want to live here. No, you know what? I want to do this. You know, I want to live, I'm a parent's for a little bit so I could say, okay, no, next time I want to, you know, be in an apartment. These are the kind of conversations that we're having. And I think it when I was thinking about it and just because of my own confidence and my, I guess, trust in God and, and doing that, it helps me so much more when I'm planning for the future and trying to understand, okay, where do I go? Like, what, how is this gonna lead me to the next thing that I wanna do? And kind of that idea and the clarity that that gives me, I think it's just so important having that unity and knowing yourself and knowing yourself within the realm of, of um, God's plan for you.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I think um, commenting on one thing that you just said, I think that the idea of peace you know, peace is not the absence of chaos or stress or suffering. It's actually the presence of God, right? And and having a complete trust and surrender to Him that He's in control. And it also speaks to what you're saying too, Makes, Is that the the fact that you you are focused on unifying your will with God's? You know, future is going to look awesome. You just don't know what that's like. You're going to try to do everything you possibly can through good discernment, and that does come by. Uh, being in the state of grace, staying close to the sacraments, having a prayer life, which is ultimately a communion and relationship with God who is creator, author of life, who is in control of all things, and then surrounding yourself with people who are also trying to grow in virtue, who can help guide you along the way. So people that are further away, you know, your parents are a good example of that. You know, your, your siblings, you have good, good friends, obviously your fiance is on the same page. And so these are the things that we can do to stay um, less scattered, and divided and more unified with the body of Christ, those that are on that same path to ultimately eternity um, with God. And then of course, just again, with, with God and Holy mother church. And I think that's the, um, that's kind of the key, you know, when we're kind of trying to figure out the preparing for this show of what, what it looks like is, yeah, the world's divided if we're divided. Right? And you can see that welcome to the, you know, it's interesting that you brought up the, the idea of Genesis and the idea of the fall is that the devil comes in, he can't create because he's a creature like us. So he distorts, perverts, and, you know, um, uh, causes confusion and chaos and doubt. And so that's what it is, is a struggle is, yeah, you know, know, and we we jest and joke to some degree when we talk about what we see out there with Hollywood and some of these stars. But you're right, Meeks, at the beginning you said there's a good intention there, right? It's just like, but know, know that what you're filling that void with, you'll never get satisfied, you're gonna be. Then you're gonna leave that necklace and go find a new one, and then it's not gonna be a necklace. It's gonna be a bracelet now. And then guess what? The dude down the street told me it's not even a, It's not even. A, it has nothing to do with jewelry. It's a shirt that I'm wearing or a hat that I'm wearing. And it's like you're putting your faith in things of this world, and you know. I mean, we're we're hearing, especially when we stay in the, uh, the cycle and the rhythm of the church, when we hear from the Gospel of John and we hear that you know, the beautiful readings coming from John's Gospel that, I have chosen you out of this world, right. And, and and how God tells us that He, you know, we're the vine, and that He chose us that we may bear fruit in this world. And and I don't know. It's just um, it, this idea of unity is is really a very deep, fundamental question of who are you unified with. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted to at least touch on this because we're talking about a couple of different things on um, as it relates to the demonic and things of that nature. And for those of you who've I know, at least heard me on my other podcast or at least my story heard about the, the powerful uh, conversion moment of me having a deliverance prayer on me, which was a minor exorcism. And in that conversion moment where a lot of those chains, those wounds, things were broken, I was freed from, I, I read a book by Father Mike Driscoll, published by Catholic Answers Press, and it was on demons, deliverance, and discernment. And it was talking about this very topic. He was a psychiatrist who worked with a bunch of exorcists, and he noticed that there were three primary ways that the devil enters into your life, right? The devil enters all of our lives. And the first one was habitual sin. So that's an easy one, right? He's going to, he's not going to, he's not going to come out with anything outlandish. He's going to, we're all tempted at the fleshful level. So the easiest way is just habitual sin, temptation. So that's an easy one. The second way is through trauma and abuse and or abuse. So if those of us, and I've been through both. So those of us who've had in this right now, we're in this time where there's probably a lot of traumatic experiences going through a global pandemic. And the fear that's out there, whether it's justified or not, is it's, it's causing a lot of anxiety and trauma in people's lives. So you think about that as a second way, trauma and or abuse. And the third way is with through the occult. So when we talk about the Ouija board, we talk about things like uh wiki, we talk about things that are of the idolatry or the psychics or the mediums or the horoscopes and even things like yoga, which is rooted in a religion, a false religion at that, right? So it's, Keep that in mind that those are the three primary ways that the devil comes at us mm-hmm. is through sin, trauma and abuse and or the occult. So when people are messing around with this stuff and they're thinking that, oh, it's the newest thing, it's the coolest thing or everybody's doing it. You have no idea that that's a portal for the evil one. And you're going to find yourself way more divided and more conflicted than you ever realized. And, and this stuff's real. Evil's real. Sin is real. And I think that's a, a big part of it. And so when we reflect back on the beginning of this, when you talk about the Gerasene demoniac, he was possessed mm-hmm. and had legions, which are you know five, six thousand demons that were within him. And he started off, "I am legion, for we are many." And that's what Archbishop Fulton Sheen was talking about. So it's just this really um, interesting topic that we can kind of go into. Any any parting words on this, as far as we as talking about. Gaining that unity at
2: all? One, just taking it to prayer. Um, Something that I've been trying to do more and more of, like I mentioned earlier, is just meditating and really sitting with the idea of the reality of who you are before God. Mm. Because I think it's so often we see who we are before our parents, before our teacher, before our teams, before our clubs, before our career aspirations. This is who we measure up to be. And then we spend so much time with all of that with our own idea of ourselves and what we need to live up to. Um, but the idea of who we are before God is like the most freeing thing that I'm striving to, to realize in my life. So I think it's just meditating on the idea of who you are before God and, and striving for that unity. But then, like I mentioned, praying for the grace to renounce anything in your, in your life that is causing division because you have, you have a conscience. God has, it's filled us with the Holy Spirit, the faithful, right? And so we know what is right and what is wrong. Mm-hmm. And when we are falling into the temptation, the habitual sin, the occult, whatever, there's a level of division that starts to come up. And in order to get rid to rid ourselves of that and to find union with God, obviously stay close to the sacraments, stay close to prayer, but praying for God to give you the grace to let go of those things in his time without robbing our peace.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think for me, as we I guess kind of close with this and just kind of thinking about um kind of why we i guess the difference between people who are searching for the yogas or the energies and the horoscopes and stuff like that i think it's because they never really experienced grace and they never really experience the holy spirit in the way because like we have those things too but you i think those people are overlooked they're doing it, they're going through motions with them like with prayer and meditation you get the same as that peace if you do it the right way if you're truly examining your conscience and and you're being honest with yourself, and you're being vulnerable, and you're opening yourself up to God. It's the same thing. You can get that same feeling that you get from yoga or whatever, except you're knowing that it's with God, and you're not knowing whatever that is that you're playing with over there, and um, whatever spirits you're inviting then. In, because if you don't think spirits are real, you're ignorant and naive. Because those things are real, and it's a scary world that you probably wouldn't even want us to talk about because it gets real scary. Uh, sometimes I can't even sleep after I hear about it. <laughs> but um, and just understanding, you know, those kind of things and like. You know, talk about releasing bad energy. Confession is like the biggest thing of all time. Talk about good vibes and bringing good energy. Like releasing that from you, freeing yourself from from sin, from slavery. That's the idea of of bringing, I don't know, good vibes and, and good energy and, and unity within yourself. Like those are the, those are where we have sacraments and stuff like that. And so point to those. Stop pointing at this nonsense. Stop pointing to the stars. The stars don't know you. I'm sorry, just because I'm in June has nothing to do with my personality at all. It's nonsense. People are like, you know, I'm at work and people are like, oh, well, my ex is a Gemini. Okay, cool. <laughs> like, what is that supposed to mean that we're, now we can't get it we on our friends anymore because you're a Leo and I'm a Gemini? Dang it. Okay. I'll see you later, I guess. Like it doesn't make, it makes no sense to me how we buy into these things, but it's because they've never really experienced the work of prayer. No mm-hmm. one wants to go to it because they think it's, oh, I'll just have to whatever talk to God. That's what my parents said. But this new thing, oh man, this is what I really feel. Well, that's what you're putting your energy into. You're not putting anything into prayer, so you're not going to get anything out of it ever. And you don't, they don't try to, I don't, they're just not like working in your relationship. Like this is all work in progress and you love to work in the stars because it's easier to do that. And I don't think your horoscopes are ever telling you bad things like, oh, you're, you're an addict if you're born in June. No, they don't tell you those things. They just kind of tell you the fluffy things. And it's like, yeah, I know my, yeah, you know what? That's me right there. Those kind of ideas. Cause you don't want to face like real harsh realities. And I think that's kind of what prayer is and, and confession, obviously. Mm-hmm. And so yeah obviously i guess what i'm trying to say is that we get all those things it's through the sacraments so try those they probably work better
1: yeah i mean you bring up a good point mix because i think the if you listen to any exorcist who's worth his uh his weight in in the role in the office that he that he holds he will tell you that there's no like magic pill there's no like you know program that you go on to keep the the, the demons away it's the sacraments right that the the authority given to the apostles by christ all the way down to our priests have the authority to cast out demons and we do that primarily through the ways of the sacraments. so powerful sacraments so i know it's difficult right we're in this this time of quarantine and hopefully maybe some of you are in those states where they're they're starting to offer public masses now um get your you know get yourself back to confession get yourself back to communion so when you're in a state of grace you can receive the lord uh, himself and those are the most powerful weapons that we have you know, when it comes to fighting off the demons and fighting off that conflict. And it is funny because we did talk about this in a couple of different ways about um, just that internal conflict that we all experience. Even when we're talking about the false rebellion of the youth and, you know, just the things that we're, we're having to face. And I think it's really easy to put our, our faith and our energy in the things of this world because it makes us feel better. It's the less time we have to focus on ourselves. Not to say that some people aren't out there really trying to kind of get to a better place peace in a, in a medium but um, I think ultimately again going back to that point that peace is not the absence of suffering pain all of that it's actually the presence of of a God who's a real God you know who's a true God so um, we just thank you all for joining us again um, but before we go Meeks
0: make sure to like comment and subscribe
1: so hopefully this was helpful I hope that um, you know don't forget to let us know what you want to hear from us and you know we just try to bring stuff that are on our heart and on our minds and that we feel could bring um, some wisdom into your life so i uh, hope you're staying safe during this quarantine times. and until then get holy or die trying